Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Cantina here on the Genreverse YouTube channel and Genreverse Podcast Network. This should be your number one source for Star Wars news. I wouldn't say rumors necessarily because we every now and then we touch in rumors, but Star Wars news, we talk about it, we write about it at lrmonline.com. Well, we, we talk about the rumors as well. We just, yeah, yeah but that's not our primary them, thing. Yeah, there you go. That's that's what I'm that's We're what taking I'm a break to. from them. <laughs> taking a break uh you guys should definitely subscribe here on the genreverse youtube channel because we have a lot of great content uh anime uh reactions trailer reactions podcasts covering anything and everything you can imagine in uh geek and pop culture entertainment uh so yeah and of course if it's not a reaction video it goes up on all your favorite podcast apps and hey i mentioned lrmonline.com every day for all entertainment news needs opinions celebrity interviews and more oh and there is some merch we have a red bubble link in the description box below who are we we are marshall no uh <laughs> kyle cam shockey and oh, uh, man. we've been we've been doing this for quite a while um coming up on god cam you and i started reviewing star wars movies for the cantina in uh 2019 yeah 2019 yeah because we we did the run-up to one movie at a time going to the uh going to uh that awful one what was it called yeah. oh yeah rise of shit i mean rise of crap i mean rise of skywalker um yeah so we're we're coming up on on doing that you know uh so 2019 to 2024 would be five years of the cantina it's christmas time festive guy everyone's actually wearing star wars stuff we're all in the mood uh for star wars I mean, some of you guys might be in the mood for other things, but we're talking Star Wars. Uh, we got a couple of news stories before we jump into some discussions about um, bad choices to to do with Star Wars. Uh, so, Cam, what's going on in the in the in the news this week, man? There's there's like some uh, acolyte stuff going on, right? Some reshoots, so, yeah, uh, all hell's breaking loose. The show has been canceled. It's it's canceled now. No, but remember there was right? there was that rumor that was going about a while ago started by some of the, the kind of crazy people as well. I'll just call them. Whoa, crazy whoa, we people. can't call them crazy. Um, can't call them crazy. Why are they is that too good for them? I mean, listen, they, they are have more subscribers than we do. I mean, that so is true. It, that is true. It, it, if that's crazy, then sign me up for it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could go and do that if you want. You could, you could go and just start making up shit if you want, man. Yeah, we could. I mean, totally uh, could. Just, yeah, we just might just have to in 2024. I'm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm at that point. Um, but I mean, right? So you know, there was some crazy rumors that it was cancelled. No, absolute rubbish. It was finished pencil photography, all that sort of stuff. So no, there's some probably planned, but we don't know for sure. But probably planned reshoots that have been taking place this month. Uh, Best Bin Bulletin got the kind of um, story on that from some of their sources. Clearly, these sources had been around wherever this had been shot because they also had descriptions for some of the scenes that were actually shot um, when they were, were doing some of the filming at a forest scene. Um, so I guess um, the kind of story is that it's been filming some reshoots recently but you know we we would get into a little bit of spoiler territory so maybe just better say spoilers before we kind of get into what they says was uh shot there but yeah spoilers guys um potentially but it looks as if um amanda stenberg's character i don't know the name of it yet i think it has actually been been out there but i don't i don't i can't remember what it is and um and then the other character is played by now 
I'm going to read his name here just so that I don't get it wrong because I don't want to offend anyone if I can find it. Uh, what, Rick? Rick? Rick Minsworth? Rick Minsworth? What, is that the name? What? Is that the name? You're, oh, no, no, no. You're talking Lee Jung Jae? <laughs> That's it. Yep. Yeah. There you go. There we go. Couldn't find it. Yeah, because uh, I'm no good with names. So. Apologies. I might have apologies messed it up too, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, anyway, the fight is apparently, it was between the two of them, and she was wearing quite dark Sith-looking clothing. She was using a red lightsaber. He was wearing Jedi clothing and a blue lightsaber. So, you know, that kind of sets up what's kind of going on there between them. They were kind of almost 100% sure it was Amanda Stern. Stenberg's character, but not 100% sure it, it was the other character, but, you know, they're pretty confident it was just in different outfits from what's actually been seen before. Won't read it all out. You've probably brought it up on screen anyway, Kel, if anyone yeah, wants to read the, for a bit. the actual, you know, exactly what Best Pin said. Obviously, you can go check them out. You can check us out as well. We've linked to them on our piece anyway, obviously, because it came from them. Um, always like to kind of get it bang on when I'm, yeah. when I'm um, taking something from a site when when they're doing a description um so that's basically the accolade news at the moment a little bit of spoilers but i don't think there's any major surprise in the fact that these two characters at some point are going to fight it kind of felt like from from the other rumors we've heard we didn't get much from the trailer but the little bits of rumors that we'd heard beforehand that that's the way this is going and that the series yeah. was going to focus on a sith rather than a jedi i.e lead character amanda stenberg Thoughts, guys? I have to see it, man. I saw, um, allegedly, I've seen the leaked trailers. Uh, Allegedly. uh, And I swear that allegedly the second one, I either time traveled or some stuff in that second one was in the the first one or some pictures or something because it was like serious deja vu, allegedly. Um, The Acolyte's one of those ones that could be really good. Could this be the next Andor? I don't know if it would ever be that good, but could it be could it be different enough? You know what I'm saying? Could it be could it scratch an itch that I didn't necessarily know I I had? I don't think so. That's the hope, yeah. But that's the hope. You know what I'm saying? Like and so why don't you think hope, so, yeah. Kyle? Because well, it's it's the modern era of Star Wars. It's Disney Star right. Wars and I have no trust in Disney Star Wars. You didn't so, think Andor would you know, die? You know, to be fair, I didn't think it would work, and I, I didn't think it would necessarily work. I was super hoping it would. I liked Rogue Rogue One, but it's kind of like you know, it's playing in a in a time that I don't like to play in anymore. I want to get the hell away from crap between three and four. Um, But this is, you know, this is also set in an in a. safe area it's you know pre-fall of the republic and uh kind of like the tail end slash post high uh high republic um so it's safe maybe they can do some crazier things that don't that won't piss me off because we shouldn't it's kind really of getting so you know like they classified Alpha it Tamer, as the fall Skywalker. of the republic era i, both, I yeah. think didn't yeah. um you know uh which you know is different from high republic and then different from mm-hmm. um you know the empire era, if you like. Which did is I say something wrong? Kicking. No, because I no, I was just I say... like it's it's going into that 
that yeah, new yeah, yeah. sandbox. Yeah, like that you want to go play in a new game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that there could even be more things from that era because it is quite mm-hmm. separate from from either end and the other. Uh, right. Yeah. What goes around yeah. about it? So, what do you think, Shaki? I'm kind of like you. Um, it, it it this could be the next big thing. I know there's a lot of hype going into it. I'm I'm kind of excited for it because it's different. Um, I think that when we go for different, Disney Star Wars has been somewhat good if you think about it. Right. It, um. You know, with Rogue One, with Andor, with the Mandalorian, like season one, like going, you uh, know, season one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so yeah. when we go different, we're, we're we're trekking okay. When we're staying kind of the same course, we, we you know, we we're either with like the Skywalker trilogy or you know, even the Clone War stuff, it's been mediocre. You know, you look at where Mando kind of lost its luster was going into that Clone War stuff and mm-hmm. get, getting all those characters out of there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it, it could we could we be playing like you said in a new sandbox yeah sure and get some new toys to, to you know to talk about uh, i'm i'm kind of at that point and you know where it, i'm with you and like let's go see something else and see where you know a new timeline that is and so if this works out great then hey maybe we're into um you know something good for the upcoming movies that are not with ray and not with mando and stuff so yeah mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll have to see. Speaking of Mandalorian, mm-hmm. Filoni makes a lot of stuff dealing with that. And Filoni's in the news about his uh, Mando verse. Cam, what's up? Yeah, so he spoke to Empire, I don't know how recently, but it was published recently anyway on their new magazine. And he was talking a lot about, about sort of what to expect from from Thrawn going forward. Obviously, they never brought Thrawn in and sent him back to the the original galaxy just so they could then abandon him and never use him again right. setting up Lars Mikkelsen so we all know <clears throat> Thrawn's coming back so you know he's not going to sit in detail to us exactly what is going to happen with him but he, he did talk a little bit about how um, that there has been some seeds sowed within the Mandalorian already in terms of um, what is it Admiral Pelion is it Ad- is he an Admiral I think so I think he's Captain has he been promoted? Because he's usually you just may, the captain of the flagship. You may be right. I'm, I'm not he's, running, he's, you, know, you know. Under Thrawn, in, in the EU, under Thrawn, he's a, he's the captain, captain of the Chimera, the, the flagship. And he doesn't make Admiral until later. Oh. So, yeah. It's probably Long, the same. Like, he's probably a captain. Like, anyway, I just can't remember what it was when he was introduced in, in Mandalorian. But, you know, he, mm-hmm. he did make point of that. You know, it'll be interesting when those two get together. In other words, they're going to get together at some point. That's clear. Mm-hmm. That seems obvious. It's not as if this is spoilers for anyone, unless you've just not been watching um, Ahsoka, you know, at all. Then, you know, there's no spoilers here, really. But um, he also then kind of went on to say that in, in the past, Hera was a bit of a foil for him. You know, there was mm-hmm. this kind of... Um, sort of battle going on between between Hera who was you know one of the only generals within the rebellion at that point the rebellion was really kind of tiny and and Thrawn who was the guy trying to stop them if you like and mm-hmm. trying to kind of root out the rebellion at that time so yeah those two had a bit and you know I guess you know Filoni te- teased that, that that could be exciting you know or that could be a, a path going forward 
it did make me think of what Shoki had said, I think it was last week, when he was talking about that we, we might get an other show, you know, that's something focused on Hera, Ezra, Thrawn, uh, and maybe, you know, what else, Zeb, other people, you know, that, the, the stuff that could have been possibly Rangers of the New Republic in the past, mm -hmm. uh, and that... Um, the Ezra and, and sort of Throne show, if that was to come together as, as something else, I could actually see that working for sure because it doesn't feel like Ahsoka season two is where that story would go. And mm. you kind of think it's too early to link straight into Mando, you know, because then Mando would just be about hair and, you know, right. and all that sort of stuff and there wouldn't be any Mando in it, you know, that kind of feels like further down the line. Although, absolutely think there'll be some ties into Mando season four for sure, but... Um, <laughs> So it made me wonder if that that is, you know, in fact, the way that they're going with it, you know. But it depends, obviously, what they they announce. But you know, what Star Wars are like; they don't announce anything apart from when they, yeah. they do big conventions or anything like that, really. So it's always my, you're always reticent to predict that there's something coming for sure. My only issue there, and I don't I don't know if it's the actress's fault or the writing's fault or what but Hera was the worst like most boring part of of Ahsoka um in and she was kind of like a like I said I don't yeah I don't know why I I but you know I I'm not pointing a finger on her writing I'm just saying it was it was a couple of things and she wasn't there wasn't for me and it was when Hera was like the mother character. She played like the mother hen, and there was a couple of scenes where they kind of got to that that I liked in Ahsoka, but really there wasn't enough of that, and it was more hard doing the political side of things, which mm -hmm. to me was was less interesting. But I think some of that wasn't necessarily Hera. It was the lines that were written. It was the guys that they put in there, front there of you when you not know. Not good at writing. It, yeah. I mean, Mon Mothma was terrible in those scenes and yet we saw how great she was oh, and, God. And, yes. or, and i know oh, they're trying to portray her yes. in a different way but it just come it, the acting even didn't come across and that just shows you that somebody can only work with what they've got whoever was directing them and you know what that's that's probably me that's so. probably the worst part about disney star wars and and their obsession with everything being connected and fully embracing that that rebels and and clone yeah. wars uh immature immaturity uh um and i don't mean that as in a haha you're childish it is it's not as mature as andor and sure right and it's like two different writers if you look at child that. Yeah. well that's but that's the problem is is you've got this character that's done both that's like cam said this mm -hmm. phenomenal Piece and and our uh, uh, this phen uh, phenomenal run in in Andor, Andor with right. great writing, great acting, and this character Mon Mothma and the actress does just you know phenomenal with it. And then you get Ahsoka, and it just it clashes. Right, it, it wasn't needed. So I agree with you. Disconnected and God. Yeah, the the whole rebellion storyline wasn't needed for the Ahsoka show uh, whatsoever. It, it made absolutely no point. Because if you take out Hera, uh, like Hera's connection to the Rebellion, it's still the same storyline with Ahsoka trying to, you know, find Ezra, or like Sabine trying to find Ezra and Ahsoka, and, you know, the connection is there. 
uh, trying to find the map and Balin trying to, you know, get to Thrawn to get to the, you know, to get to the the ultimate power and so forth, you know, that he's talking about. Yeah, the, yeah. the rebellion was an afterthought in that show. And that was poor writing or choice by Filoni's part, which I, you know, I think was either needed in his mind as a filler or maybe it's to lay the seed for the the upcoming you know ezra thrawn hera show so forth you know how how fragmented the republic really is you know and stuff so yeah i kind of it's think rough. it had to be there mate I, i'm maybe disagree slightly that i think they needed to start setting it up they needed to explain the political landscape that would allow Thrawn to come back. Yeah. I would actually maybe they leaned more into that than some of the other aspects. But for me it just wasn't written Need well to be enough. Better written. It, it was the lines written, were stupid. It was the same way, way every time it was, it was a hollow uh. projection or they all stood in front of each other. Whatever it was the yeah. same people doing the same having the same conversation every time. And that a guy who was you're supposed to not like because he's got a bad point of view, but he was just really annoying. He was just anno- annoyingly bad, like every right. time he came on screen. But and, I also and that's think all right we... if you're going to pay that off by killing him later on or something like that. But I think canonically he lives to his an old man or something, so it's it's not even the case. But yeah, I, I think we've already gotten that though with Mando, how like the Republic is already fractured and that like and how incompetent they are from you know season two and three from there you know and how you know so i mean i get it um and like you kind of need it if to introduce the new shows and uh coming out if they are going to do the rangers of the new republic then you you know and then the hera or the ezra thrawn show you're going to need it but at the same time too i think you could even wait it till maybe the last episode to kind of introduce some of that stuff because you know the the threat of Thrawn really wasn't a threat till he finally left. You know hit the planet no, that he was on. They, so then you could say as yeah. much yet. They kept getting yeah. back and doing the same thing. Like Thrawn's coming back. The one Thrawn's last thing back, I, yeah. I want to say about uh, Mon Mothma is and about the acting and everything like that. It's clear, <clears throat> and this is this could be another problem where you know it's different in animation. You wouldn't have time to do this in animation, but you absolutely should do it in live action. And I'm going to tell you, the problem is clearly Filoni's given her the direction. Unlike in Andor, she's not the strong woman she once mm-hmm. was at this moment in time. She doesn't have the power to do what she knows is right. So she kind of, she wants to back Hera and all that, but she's got too much political stuff going against her. She's not managing it well. Great, right? You need to show us why that is the case. That's the difference between a good show and a Fair bad enough, show. Yeah. <laughs> there, you would need to create scenes that show her in the background having these arguments and debating mm-hmm. and people advising her, but you can't, you know, you don't have the legislation, you know, go and her, so that when we see her, we understand why she's a different person from what, right. what we've seen before, or the, what, what she's actually facing. Um, and you don't get that, then it just comes off weird. And it's it's like it's a cartoon. It's just, you're supposed to know these things are happening, but the real drama happened off screen can't do that with live action they need to start showing us instead of telling us and too much of ahsoka was all tell 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 mm-hmm. you know yeah. talk about myth talk about this don't actually do an action scene action scene talky talky <laughs> action scene action scene which works but there was no not enough character development moments where we find out well people are talking to each other and we explore what's going on with them you know there just wasn't enough of that there like I said, Star Wars just feels messy. Um, it, yeah, it really it does. Uh, you you 
you've lost the touch with a lot of these having that all ages thing to where it's just like, nope, we're in, we're embracing Clone Wars and, and Rebels as the standard of Star Wars versus the OT being the standard of Star Wars. And I hear people screaming about Ewoks. That was the last one. And even the maker can be wrong. Well, listen, uh, <laughs> it all started with a little small Christmas special of it going way oh, wrong, God. way fast. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about, yeah. you want to talk about that, man. The greatest um, Christmas special of all time. Yeah, I mean, but it's worth exploring the fact that even back then, Star Wars made some bad moves. Oh I God! Yes, the the, says that Lucas you know, is not like, the genius everyone I, makes him out I to be. I have still Smart never, guy. in its entirety, watched the whole of the special. I've seen really? bits of it wow. on YouTube, but because it's not because it's probably I don't know where I would officially find that. But when I was oh, a I kid growing copy. up, imagine the year yeah. so I'm. So I was born in 1978, right? So mm -hmm. I knew about the holiday special all my life, but unless someone yeah. was going to broadcast that or release an official video mm -hmm. of it, I was never going to see it. So it kind of built up this almost mythical status and I would buy magazines and they would have pictures in, it, in the magazine and stuff like that and people would talk about what had happened. So that's kind of how I learned it. These days you've got YouTube and you can find a few bits, but they don't have the, the full actual thing to watch, I don't think. so. Uh, Almost every convention, and I yes, know... every uh, convention has a bootleg copy of it. They're going to have uh, copies mm -hmm. of, of it. Um, I, I, I had, God, maybe first heard of it in, like, middle school. Yep. I don't, I don't I think my same. dad ever showed it to me or anything like that. Uh, but uh, when the EU was getting off really well with books and you're getting all your, your uh, X-Wing books and things like that, um, getting into the mid-90s, somewhere in there is when I think I, I first heard of it. So late elementary, early middle school. Um, and then I didn't get a chance to see it in its entirety until high school. Mm -hmm. uh, but I did, I did see the whole thing, and God, was it, was it awful? Uh, a very, very much a product of its time. Yep. A sketch variety show. Those things were huge in the seventies. Even the Brady Bunch had one. You idiots back then. Not that we're much better now with all of our reality TV or anything like that. But uh, Star Wars was like the last thing that needed a sketch comedy slash variety show. Uh, I don't give a crap if it gave us Boba Fett. Look what that got. Look what that led us to now. All these years <laughs> later, someone, someone made money off it. It made some money, Boba and made, who knows? Maybe that money <sighs> went and he helped yeah. make Empire Strikes Back. I don't know. Maybe I don't. I don't. I don't know, man. But that that could have that could have almost been the end of Star Wars. We might I mean, not have gotten an because Empire it was after the first back. film, so we hadn't yes. had the Empire yet. No. Right. Um, so we hadn't had the dark one yet that, that, you know, and for me, that's why Empire is one of the most important sequels ever made because it turned what was just a fun space shooty gun movie into something a bit darker and it expanded the universe. But um, yeah. um, without that one, you know, it could it could have went a completely campy <laughs> away like your Buck Rogers. And if you think of yeah. it at yeah. the time, Flash Gordon... Start, that's what people like people say you know, if you look back at the first one there's some campy stuff in it to excuse the cartoonishness of it now but compared 
to what else was out there at the time. Oh God, that Star was, was really serious. And oh dark, God, you yes. know, like people get their arms <laughs> chopped off and you saw blood. You know, there yes. was aliens there that didn't look friendly. You know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. It was it was more like proper sci-fi at the time, which yeah. was quite dark in the seventies. Well, but in a fun way, attached at but, the back yet, you know, so. Shocky, what about you, man? What's your holiday special experience? I, I was kind of like you. I didn't know about it till middle school, and it was at a convention. Uh, somebody was selling the bootleg VHS tapes of that, <laughs> and then it was so it was like a combo VHS tape. You got the Star Wars. I got the Star Wars Christmas special, the episode of the Muppets where Mark Hamill was in, and then mm. it, I think it was the Saturday the Saturday Night Live oh, um, from there. And so it, that was it was like fifty bucks and stuff and. <laughs> My dad thought it was basically a ripoff because he was like, this is garbage. But, you know, me being a middle schooler didn't care. It was Star Wars. I had to watch it and I bought it and that was, he was right. It was a ripoff. Um, you know, it was $50 down the drain. But I, I yeah, um, I, I have the VH, the bootleg VHS somewhere. Um, but yeah, like you, like you said, you can go to any convention um, and someone has that, you know, bootleg, you know, copy of it. And then, yeah, you can find it on YouTube. I still think it would be hilarious if Disney Plus, like every Christmas day, just releases it for that one day. Just puts it out there. Just, you know, it's December 25th, put it out for 24 hours and then take it off the catalog there. Um, but yeah, it, it was, we got Boba Fett out of it for the, the first appearance. <laughs> At this point, is there any point in in not having it? Because, you know, I just wanted to pose this question to you. Because if you look at some of the kiddie content, there's like Lego style content on there, Mm -hmm. doing Star Wars now, Mm -hmm. and it's got Yoda in it and all that sort of stuff. So is it any worse than any of that? You know, I don't think so. I think it's just the production of it is really bad. I mean, really bad. That it is, and not only that, Cam, but not not just the things that you mentioned, but they've embraced it. Uh, the mm-hmm. the Star Wars community is really good. Lego mm-hmm. Lego Star Wars holiday special embraced the Life Day and 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 crap like and that, and shot, so did uh, Filoni and Disney in the cartoons. Product. Yeah, so Disney, um, like they'll sell. I forgot what exact day Life Day is for that they canonized it. Um, but they'll sell products on at the parks and online from Disney. Yeah, that's like Star Wars Life Day and everything, and yep. you know Chewbacca on there and stuff. So yeah, yeah I mean I, they they easily could. I I don't know. Maybe there's some licensing things for some of the music or other acts that are on there. Maybe, maybe residuals they, would be too much. I don't, I don't know, but there. I know the Lucas the campiness. Yeah. The the I'm, I mean it's. The, the it's his fault yeah sure. uh, <laughs> the campiness uh the campiness is is fully embraced now man oh yeah yeah sure why, and i think it would be a good be... like a good star no, wars it shouldn't joke. Be. yeah i think it would be a good like star wars joke if you just released it for one day christmas day hey everybody sit around let's watch <laughs> let's try to make it through you know the star wars special and stuff and oh uh, there would be people that would swear up and down that it was a uh a misunderstood oh work yeah of you gotta, no seriously there's uh oh, you'll find some people what is it um no they do have it it's uh what is it called uh star wars celebration they have a panel every mm-hmm. year i believe it's either the first or second night and it's usually like at late at night, it's like the eight o'clock, one of the last panels of the day, eight, nine o'clock. They'll watch it and they'll talk about it, how great it is. 
it's usually the same group, you know, crew that's there and stuff doing the moderating it's, the panel. It's and Steve. Stuff. Yeah, it's Steve, Steve and Body. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, they get a good crowd. It's it's usually a packed house and stuff, and and just kind of like they, you know, that that group really buys into it, and you know, they have fun with it and stuff. So, um, I say this as someone who actively likes Tokusatsu, which is like the um, think of stuff like Power Rangers yeah, yeah. or MacGyver, or think of Ultraman. I like stuff like that. Um, I, uh, you know, dudes wearing rubber suits and, and robot suits and, and fighting in model cities. I, I can't stand the type of camp that has, has infected Star Wars from the Clone Wars and, and right. Rebels. And, and them embracing the, the holiday special is just, to me, it's a sign of the cancer that is Dave Filoni. <laughs> Well, dude, it's Lucas, man. The Star Wars uh, celebration oh, been going on. He's, for, he's. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm the first one to curse yeah. uh, George. Uh, George yeah, this, Lucas. This the guy. Yeah. The guy did so much wrong with the prequels, and then he he, like like many people, sucked at choosing a successor as well. Yeah. Um. I I yeah, Lucas himself is not 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 free for because I mean that, he yeah. also he emboldens Filoni. Well, right, Bastards. but but this crew that's been do, like at the Star Wars celebration been doing it hasn't just been recent. They're like the yeah. the ones back in the '90s and stuff that they did out in LA and everything. They still did this panel. Like this panel is one of the longest running panels of Star Wars celebration and stuff. And so you, you go, you go sit and watch. I don't know how people do it all these times and go and sit and watch the the holiday special all these times and then talk about it and. How much they love it and stuff. How long is it on um, for? How long does it last? The whole of this forty-five 45 minutes. Yeah. Because it was an hour special, yep. and then TV like TV commercials took about fifteen to twenty minutes. So yeah. give or, give or take 40, 45 minutes. But it is brutal. It's Chewie and his wife. <laughs> it's it's and bad. His kid and, oh I've man, seen that it's bad. Yeah. And and it's and. And it it's it's like I said, it taints something. Even the Boba Fett cartoon, there, I really man. don't understand like I don't why. Care for it. Yeah, I think it's more it or less just because fit. no, it doesn't. But it's also I don't understand why so many fans of Boba Fett love that cartoon because it really doesn't. You know, like I don't get it. I mean, I mm. you know, it's, I don't. I know. think. I think one of my biggest issues with even the idea of the holiday special goes back to something I've said multiple times on this show. And that's I star Wars is not star Wars is not a fairy tale from here on earth. It's not earth is not a thing like, right. like it, I don't want to be connected. I don't want to think about star Wars as having a Christmas. I don't, I don't want anything. I want to escape to the galaxy far, far away. I don't want anything from my reality to be a part of it. And yes, I know they will use things like the word bird or hell. Guys, there's only so much that we can make up before it sounds like re re uh, ridiculousness. So don't nitpick. People get the point out there in the in the audience, I hope. Um, and that's... Sorry, hold on. So I'll go off on it and say, basically the holiday special my favorite part out of, out of it the whole thing is mark hamill's hair because you can definitely tell from like a new hope like this was an actor that had like zero money and like you know no, there was like zero budget for his for you know makeup and hair for that movie and then you look at the holiday special 
and it's like the goldness of his hair and how perfectly cut it is that to me is what makes the holiday special because it's you watch a <laughs> new home and, his accident for that oh as well, so his yeah nose was, his nose was, was a little yeah off and everything so um it's funny how like that and that's the reason why they included the whole wampa scene or whatever to you know, show that like that's how he got. I thought start. that's a myth. And no, no, he he admitted I it to it. Was a myth. No, no, no he, I, I I knew they had. I knew he had the accident, but yeah. I I thought the makeup thing was a. Uh, no, the, so the to account it. for like his to make it so that you know say this is why he got the scars or whatever they had to put the like they were already gonna do the wampa scene in place, but like you know capture but hitting him in the but face. hitting him in the face they had to like that's why they they had to make that hand mm -hmm. and go like that yeah, and go on that camera. And that's all it was. Yeah. Yep. And so they did that. But for the if you the you can just see Mark Hamill his glow up from a New Hope to the holiday special. That hair is beautiful. I mean, the the, the perm that went into that was unbelievable. Yeah. And how they got well, Harrison Ford to be in it as for as long and as come he was. back. Yeah. yeah it, like I, I was going to say, was she in it? Because I thought I yes, yeah, yes, yes. yeah, he's in it. He's, 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 he's in a very it. short time, but he's in it. In a very shitty uh, version of the Falcon's oh, cockpit, yeah. too. They built that I thing out of cardboard, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't doubt it, yeah. man. Uh, anyways, guys, um, let us know what your opinions are on the holiday special if you've seen it. I thought the Christmas Lego one was actually not bad for what it was good yeah for a uh, holiday special yeah better 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 than the live action one and and uh a lot of it was better than anything we got in the sequel trilogy so there's oh, that See, i don't ever want any holiday specials associated nope. with star wars ever it's ever the franchise again. for it stop it i think there's yep. only one like series that's got like a good holiday special and that's the simpsons with the halloween holiday special that's those it. are good yeah. i mean well, there, there's a like uh american dad and bob's burgers both have some really really good yeah, christmas those are good series, ones yeah uh, christmas episodes uh and i like British uh tv has a tradition of quite a lot of comedies have christmas yep. specials i don't know if to do that in america all yep. the yep. sitcoms mm -hmm. all, like yep. the popular ones at the time always end up doing christmas specials. i was gonna mention home improvement popular, you know? yeah i always like the home improvement ones because you have tim doing ridiculous like uh national lampoons christmas vacation mm -hmm. level lighting competitions with, up, uh, yeah. with the proctologist uh in his neighborhood yep. anyways um guys that's gonna do it for us on the cantina today thank you so much for joining hanging out with us uh listen if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast uh give us a follow leave us a rating uh, let us know what we're doing well, what we could be doing better. Uh, if you're watching on the YouTube channel, please do take time to hit that subscribe button. Check out some of the other great content like Daily Cog, Breaking Geek Radio, which will be coming back in the new year. New face, new name, uh, anime and, and trailer reactions and more. All of the stories that we talked about, plus more, including celebrity interviews from LRM YouTube channel available at LRMonline.com. And hey, if you want to... Uh, stick your opinion on the page there. Write Michael, uh, write Shocky Michael at lrmonline.com, yep. M I C H A E L uh, at lrmonline.com. Tell him what you want to write about. And uh, yeah, Shocky, what else do you want to say? Um, Merry Christmas to all because by the time this airs and the next one, Christmas will be already yep. coming on. So enjoy the holiday. Hope, uh, for those of you who do have the holiday special, go ahead and watch it. See how long you can make it through. And 
let us know in the comments. Yeah. Cam? Many forces, people. <laughs> <laughs> May the force be with you. Merry Christmas, guys. Yeah.